Welcome to the Sound of Goshen, brought to you by the Goshen Chamber of Commerce and your community health system, Goshen Health. Get started on your own path to living vibrantly. The first step, Goshen Health. Visit livevibrantly.com. This week's podcast episode, Sound of the Economy. Welcome to the Sound of Goshen. I'm your host, Vince Turner, and today's episode is Sound of the Economy, brought to you in part by Everance. Ground your finances in values like care, hope, and sharing. Everance. Today, we welcome Tanya Detweiler. She is the president and CEO of Cherry Creek. And Tanya, I know this is at at one point kind of like, oh my Lord, what did I do? And then, oh, this is so amazing. And some days all in the same package shook up. Uh, so I guess my initial question would be, what were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> well, hi, Vince. Thanks for having me. Uh, you're exactly right. I have days where I wake up and think, we're going to build 1,450 homes in Goshen. What was I thinking? Mm-hmm. And then I have days when I wake up and think, we're only going to build 1,450 homes. <laughs> um, we're excited about it. You know, how did we get here? Well, the city was looking for a development like Cherry Creek mm-hmm. and uh, gave me a call one day and said, would you be interested in looking at this land on the south end of Goshen? And really, it was after a variety of conversations with the city and with my team and uh, together figuring out how we could partner to do something unique for the city. Well, I want to peel the onion back just a little bit sure. on, on, on Tanya. Uh, because I think people need to understand you just didn't wake up one morning and decide, oh, I'm going to build a bunch of houses. Um, you've got a resume and, and you've done things like this before. If people are familiar with Blue Diamond mm-hmm. out near Larimer Greens uh, on the on the southwest side of town, mm-hmm. uh, that's your project. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sure you learned a lot of things while putting that together. Absolutely. So uh, I was in grad school at the time getting mm-hmm. an MBA. And there was about 16 acres on the southwest side of Goshen that was a big cornfield. And I told somebody one day, if that lands for sale when I graduate, we're going to buy it. And sure enough, it was. And so we did. And my vision at that point was to build houses for people that want to care for one another in lieu of or in addition to long-term care. And so we started that project Uh, In 2015, building homes, some of them were duplex homes and some of them were uh, a regular home with maybe like a dotty house attached to it. And we built some of those homes in there and that vision seemed to resonate with some people that wanted to care for their parents or wanted to care for each other Mm -hmm. in lieu of that. So we did that for a couple of years and then um, we took it a a step further by saying, how do we provide some skilled care and rehabilitation services for our neighbors in a neighborhood setting? Mm -hmm. So we started meeting with a group called the Greenhouse Project, and we partnered with them officially so that we got all their training and all of their expertise and how they had been doing this over the country for the last 10 years at that time. And we built four of those homes. So what was really neat about that was it really did integrate skilled care with residential living. And we kind of created this intergenerational neighborhood on the southwest side. Something that I think surprised some observers, because anything new coming along obviously makes people raise their eyebrows a bit. But the people in that neighborhood, the people on that side of town, I think, 
were pleasantly surprised by how seamlessly this all fit into the neighborhood, which was by design. Yeah, it was absolutely by design. And the Greenhouse Project helped us with that. We hired a good architect to come up with a house that really from the outside, you couldn't tell just by driving by that it was actually skilled care. And that was very intentional uh, in the design process. You know, the people that bought homes in Maplewood said, who better to have as our neighbor than an older person who's always looking out for our yard, Mm -hmm. for our kids, for our pets. Um, And there really was some camaraderie between all ages in that neighborhood because they are great neighbors, and it was a wonderful intention. Nothing wrong with having a Gladys Kravitz or two in the neighborhood <laughs> That's right. Peeking they were, through the shades. <laughs> they were watching. I had some elders that would watch the construction process, and they would tell me when people took breaks and how long. <laughs> what did you learn in that process that, that, one, gave you the confidence to say, okay, we can do something bigger? And two, give you kind of a, of, a, of a design on how you wanted to move forward. Yeah, I learned, first I learned the importance and the value in having uh, all ages live in a neighborhood together. That really resonated with people. I also learned new opportunities that we could explore um, if I ever got the opportunity to do another neighborhood. What were some of the things that were challenges in the way we did Maplewood? Um, skilled care and rehab often is catching people at a very trying time in their personal life. You know, they're not feeling great or they're there to rehab after a surgery. So their flexibility in being active was somewhat limited at times. So I always kind of thought this would be a really neat thing to do, maybe even with that one step before that, Mm -hmm. where we're still a little more active, looking for an active lifestyle But again, that idea of mixing young and old is a very rich experience, and that I I look forward to taking into Cherry Creek. No, I would prefer veteran than old, but you know, whatever has to work. I saw a mug today, Vince, that was 60. I'm 18 with 42 years of experience. That works. That that works. works. So let's talk about that blended neighborhood, if you would. Mm -hmm. Um, There are many of the similar approaches to what you've already done, but on, on a much wider scale going into Cherry Creek. This really is something that encompasses many different aspects of housing. You're going to have single family. You're going to have Mm -hmm. multifamily. You're going to have mixed use. You're going to attract young people with children who can go right over to Prairie View School. And you're going to attract people like myself who just want some place where you can walk to 80% of your life. Yep. Yeah. So with 16 acres for Maplewood, we could do a certain number of things, right? Mm -hmm. With 170 acres for Cherry Creek, we have a canvas that is open to a whole lot of other opportunities. So things like amenities that allow for a really active lifestyle that will allow for us to interact with one another on a regular basis. So Cherry Creek will bring in some retail, we'll bring in some restaurants, we'll bring in a coffee shop, we'll have a lot of park space, uh, a 10-foot wide walking and biking trail that circles in and out of the neighborhoods. Um, And so a number of programming that will come with that is pretty exciting to think about uh, with more people, but also just with more space. Um, And so in the design, we've been really intentional about how does that, how do the design in terms of even the way our houses are laid out, Mm -hmm. how does that allow for us to get to know our neighbors? How does that uh, park space 
open up to our homes in a way that still retains our privacy because we all need that. But it also gives us some natural ways of getting to know one another. And we're being very intentional about that. When I looked at, when I was on the Redevelopment Commission, one of the things that I looked at was that particular side of town, Mm -hmm. not just to take care of folks from Goshen, but I mean, we're talking about a growing population in Ligonier. We're talking about a growing population in Milford and Syracuse and in those areas, Noble County. And I've got to believe that there are going to be people who look at a new neighborhood like this who are working here in Goshen, but living in those communities, that that's going to attract people like that who say, perfect for our family and our lifestyle. Absolutely. And you know, if we can if we can move forward with child care center down there, with a connection with Waterford Crossing that's right there to the north of us, um, and some reciprocal kind of relationships with them, we're just south of Prairie View Elementary School. So we like to say we will be the only neighborhood that we're aware of where your kids can walk to school and never be on a road. That's pretty significant, um, and so there is is some natural surrounding neighbors already that provide amenities for each age group. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to push it out and see where it goes. Well, I know already that the school system is like, can you get this done tomorrow? Yeah. And, yeah. and that really is a big plus. They are. They've been great. Um, the school corporation understands that if we bring 1,400 homes to Goshen, that means more students in their classrooms. And that's a win for everybody. Um, but it also means that, Cherry Creek has an opportunity to get involved with the schools in a real way because they're just in our backyard. So we're looking forward to that relationship developing and appreciate their support. I got I to share something also that I admire in your approach is, is how adaptable and how flexible you've been through mm-hmm. all of this. You know, uh, Goshen has developed a little bit of a reputation in terms of, well, you know, okay, we need this much for water retention or whatever. And, and some developers shy away from that. You kind of giggled and said, well, there's nothing wrong with water in a neighborhood. Yeah, we tried to take everything like that Mm -hmm. and make it a beautiful amenity. So if there was a way that we could take a requirement and make it something that became a positive, we tried to do that. Cherry Creek at this point on the plat has 10 ponds Mm. in the 170 acres. And that 10-foot trail that we'll all enjoy walking and biking along goes right along some water. So... Our landscaping company is going to be challenged to even create some kind of a rolling terrain mm-hmm. um, so that we can take some of those things that the city needs to have for long-term maintenance and that kind of thing and try and make them beautiful. But it's interesting because if you if you give somebody who's looking at what they would call the perfect neighborhood or a perfect home and they're going down this checklist, I guarantee you water is part of it. That's right. That's right. And you put fountains in it. You put some nice stones around it. You you maybe stock one or two of those with some fish for kids to fish in. Then you start thinking about, okay, these are areas that we not only need, but we can actually use and uh, create some programming around. So I got to ask, as, as a developer, yeah. um, where did you where did you learn this adaptability, this flexibility that has made it, I'm not going to say it's made it easy for you because mm-hmm. I know there are nights where mm-hmm. you've laid awake and stared at the ceiling, but but this flexibility and adaptability has kept you in a positive mode even as challenges come along. Sure. So I think, I think the main thing for me has been that I am a firm believer. I approach business and life that if we get good people around a table, we can solve almost anything. Mm. And I think that is what I have enjoyed the most about being a developer 
It's what I enjoy most about working with a variety of ages. When you get good people in the room together and you sip coffee and you say, how do we come up with something that works for everybody? Mm-hmm. Then I'm energized. Um, I'm a social work undergrad and an MBA. So when there's a social opportunity mixed with a business reality and those two can come together, I'll show up all day long. Well, that's the definition of Cherry Creek in a nutshell. Yeah. Uh, it's an opportunity to build community but at the same time, do the development that this area so badly needs. Yeah. Give us a little bit of a hint on a timetable. So we're hoping that the council sees the uh, plat and the development agreement in June. Mm-hmm. And then the plan would be for uh, bids to go out for the initial earthwork um, sometime in August or September. We're wanting to move dirt this fall yet. We've got about two or three months where we just need to strip topsoil, level the site, start digging our ponds, um, looking at all of that. And then if we can have a mild winter like we had last year, mm-hmm. we'll start laying pipe first of the year. So January, February, March of 2024, we'll start some infrastructure uh, work. The goal would be then to spend the next four or five months doing that. And as soon as we can get the road back to where our first two condo buildings will go, uh, we'll start those. And those will have 87 condos in each building mm-hmm. with main floor, coffee shop, restaurant, child care center, all of the kind of things that we're looking forward to opening to a park. And so those two condos will take about 14 months to build. So while we're doing that, we'll also start pre-sailing in the winter for single family homes and single family attached and townhouses. And we hope to be digging people's basements by the summer of 24. You've obviously done your homework yep. on, on some of these things. And when we look at what the demands are for housing in this area, uh, it, it, the, the statistics literally cry out for something like Cherry Creek. Yeah. And we know from the report that the city had done by Structure Point that we need 4,500 homes by 2030 just to meet the current demand in our community. We think Cherry Creek is going to be a very nice community for people, even from the outside that may work in Goshen and have always wanted to live here, but there's nothing really available or for sale that they want to purchase. So we're hoping to build that for them. And um, of that 4,500, we have other people, other developers in our community working on the apartment side of things, which I think is great. We Mm -hmm. need both and. Cherry Creek is is shooting to hit a different demographic and a different purpose with home ownership on the south side. We need it all. And that report indicates that. Well, and that's that's... That's one of the things I think makes it interesting is that we've got Cherry Creek, which is looking at it at uh, you know multifamily and single-family housing, the more permanent type mm-hmm. of housing. Mm-hmm. We've got an apartment complex going across the middle school that you know I walk past on a regular basis, and yep. I'm amazed at how quickly that's going. Cycle Works down uh, yep. in you know not too far from the high school down on Ninth Street. Uh, holding our breath for something that happens around the mill race. The possibilities in this area are limitless for a developer, are they not? They absolutely are. And um, I think it's exciting that the city has been open to a variety of projects, all of them meeting a different need for people. And Cherry Creek will check boxes for people looking for a lot of things. Um, And so together we'll provide a a wide variety of housing for people who want to live in Goshen. I'm excited. Thanks. It sounds like it's going to be a great thing. We hope so. And I appreciate your positivity. Thanks. It's the right person at the right time for this job. Thank you. 
Tanya Detweiler of Cherry Creek. Uh, the building and, and uh, the construction going to start before we know it. Our thanks to Tanya and the rest of the folks involved with Cherry Creek. Sound of the Economy brought to you in part by Everance and a presentation of the Goshen Chamber of Commerce. Don't forget the Sound of Goshen includes Sound of the Economy, Sound of Success, Sound of Service, and Sounds Around Town. I'm your host, Vince Turner.